millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, yeah, you wouldn't want a president with a convertible and a hot wife to fire the head of the CIA or anything. (laughs) Yeah, no. Greetings, loyal citizen of Super Earth. We are here to bring the gift of managed democracy to this sector. Dissemination of this podcast amongst your friends and loved ones is law, and deviation from this task will be considered treason. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Ethan Palmer, here to talk to you today about Helldivers 1 and 2. Mainly 1, honestly. It's where most of the lore came from. Uh, Who's joining me today? Sir, yes, sir. Reporting from the creek, Sergeant Miller. Actually, Super uh, Master Sergeant Miller. Super cadet. I got Master Sergeant right before. I'm yeah. a super cadet. Nice. Uh, hey, everybody. I uh, uh, n- new recruit, level seven. Uh, uh, commander of the SES, Senator of Family Values, Peter O'Donnell, reporting for duty, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. It's been a long, a hot minute since we recorded a real episode before uh, recording the Patreon bonus uh, content. Uh, yeah, so dude. we're... We're coming in colder than usual, maybe. Uh, I'd, I'd say pretty hot on the topic. I, I picked up this game on Friday, and I've put in 20 hours, and we're Sunday evening. Oh, I, uh, I, so, yeah. Heroic, just, as usual, Jamie. <laughs> I, I was just vamping and covering for the fact that we did not pull up the new patrons. Uh, so shout out Mad Mac, new patron. Old, old new patron. Hello. Mad Max, welcome patron. back. Back after a, a long time, and, and good to see you. Very good to have you back. Uh, if you guys want to uh, get a shout out on the show, uh, consider going to discord.gg slash loreboys, L O R E B O Y S. Yeah. Uh, and request uh, your topic there. Uh, yeah, I have exactly. seven hours, Jamie. I have a much more modest seven hours <laughs> since I bought it Friday afternoon. <laughs> I had the classic fell asleep at my out. desk last night. So I think I have a couple hours that were inflated because I woke <laughs> up at the, at just, me standing in my own ship right coming out from the defroster there uh, yeah 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 course. i have, I have well, 6.1 hours i do have 75 hours in deep rock galactic survivor apparently but that's also the same thing where i just leave it open all day yeah long yeah i only have uh, 13 so I, you're beating me by a long shot on that one and i have one achievement left and it's just the spend twenty thousand gold gold being a, a currency that you can only spend like in the runs so it's in, like increments any, of like 30 at most yeah, kind of yeah, thing, yeah. Thir- like for the legendaries you can spend 50 you know what i mean so yeah. like you get 500 or so a run i'm at like fifteen thousand out of twenty thousand. so i'm just kind of like chipping away yeah. at that but that's not what we're talking about today um i want i will call out that this was going to be the gundam episode but it got bumped by the seo gods uh for <laughs> hell divers um, ripperoni dude <laughs> yeah, i was really excited um to go into this one with none of us having played the game and then like pete was saying uh on friday jamie was just like oh i'm, I'm buying hell divers and we all instantly caved and bought it as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah there were, it, not even rubber arm it was just the the notion 
yeah was absolutely. just like oh yeah i was like i'll, I'll do it i'll 100 yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're somehow exactly. like unaware or listening to this in the far future hell divers 2 was one of those games that yeah it had it was already had a one and people knew it but the second one just blew the fuck up it was second on steam charts for like concurrent players not only beat by counter-strike 2 which is just like there's always like at least ten thousand Eastern Europeans playing that game. Hell Divers Two is yeah, it, it blew the hell up, and all of my friends in every social circle, coming from the rugby team in my university to my workmates to my friends at home to my other friend groups, like everyone is just playing this game. It blew the hell up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's like I have a small. Uh, Steam friends list, uh, admittedly, but it is like fully three quarters of my Steam friends list is like has time in Helldivers recently. Yeah, uh, it, <laughs> at time of writing, it is three hundred seventy eight thousand people in game on Steam. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's well deserved. It's it's it it's feels excellent. it feels polished, not super buggy for like a, a game that blew up this big with what I can only assume was a like smaller dev team because I didn't really hear much about it ahead of time. Um, very very stable. Pete's toaster runs it just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and extremely fun, satisfying gameplay loops. Uh, all very, very good. Very, very it's absolutely story. hilarious. Also, yeah, very, yeah. I mean, very we'll funny. Yeah, we'll get into yeah. why it's very funny. I swore yeah. Pete and uh, I swore Pete and Jamie away from the the wiki, so they don't know pretty much any of the lore going into this one. No. Uh, no. But it, it is a hoot and a holler for I mean, sure. Keep it up with the cultural stuff. I know that at first the servers were completely overloaded because they didn't expect this. So they they went from 450,000 cap to 700,000 cap and they kicked, uh, put a system in to kick AFK players. And I haven't had much trouble. Uh, I played after the fix. I've, and never I know, I've never waited into queue. Okay. Yeah, uh, same. Yeah. Me neither. Him. And yeah. uh, I know Sony is like, publishes it um so they had a smaller team i think ethan like you mentioned but sony are sending people in and right now it's an it's a delicate balance between okay we all know how to fix this shit and code this shit and you're sending a bunch of new people so right now they're like training new people while also trying to fix everything i can only imagine it's like crunch time like like crazy and internally at sony they're probably just like we need to pull people off of a multiplayer team that we own that's working on someone no one gives a fuck about anymore it's like okay Destiny 2, guys. You're, yeah. you're, hell, you're hell divers <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> exactly. Okay, let's take the team from the fifth Last of Us remake and we'll put them on it. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> they're threading uh, Abby's eyebrows and now they're just like, oh, fuck, no, now we got to have a fixed ad, the, the Helldiver servers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, I mean, uh, this was first requested by Woozy on, on the Loreboys Discord. Again, if you want to uh, make a request, you can head over there. Um, there was a few others who requested it as well, but like Jamie was saying, it's just it's blown up so uh, hugely. We're all super into it right now. It just it, it would have felt wrong to not do a Hell Divers episode this week. Yes. Um. So let's start with. Uh, I just mentioned that I swore you guys away from knowing anything about the game, but why don't you tell me what you know about the game and if you know anything about the lore? I guess and and I guess the general vibe we can talk about of uh, Super Earth and uh, its loyal Hell Diver core. Yeah, Pete. If you want to go first, I'll fill in the gaps after. Sure, yeah, because I got a I have a couple impressions and last night we were playing with a friend of the show, Skylar, and then uh Cody as well. And that was funny when it's just like, oh, everyone I've ever met owns this game. Yeah. Great. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Crazy. And uh, just as far as like an industry standpoint goes, one quick commentary I want to put it is just like Ubisoft just released their like 14 year in development hell pirate trash live service. Yeah. And like 
the Arkham game, like Suicide Squad, came out and was also live service trash. And then, like, so many things come out and fail, and they're just trying so hard, blah, 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 all this. And then suddenly, just like who I assume are a small European team because they told us not to buy the game at one point because they had no <laughs> space, is <laughs> just like, oh, wait, if you just make a good game, people are so fucking desperate for it like this is the second episode we've done on something that blew the fuck up right pal world comes out and people are apparently uh in desperate need of some new pokemon shit and also new survival and then people need new co-op apparently so helldivers has just been popping off and it's just really interesting to see big companies absolutely fail and smaller ones kind of sneak in and 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 get meteoric success that I hope doesn't do doesn't like rock star them into just like burning out on cocaine and whores like like that sort of thing right yeah I mean there's, there's or whatever the game dev equivalent of that is <laughs> yeah there's definitely some concern with there there being like it is like a battle pass system which seems to be very fair and balanced right now and it seems yeah. to be you can make your way along pretty well uh with every battle pass everything is completely attainable in game even the premium currency although it takes a long time to get it you get it through the the main battle pass you get but you also just get it in the game you can find like these little ships on the ground and you like salute to them with your fist in the air and they'll pop open and it'll be like 50 you need super a thousand pre- yeah you need a thousand yeah. super, super credits to get the battle pass for free which is and if you cool. save all your super credits from the first battle pass you'll be able to get the second one and it you get the DLC, which is like 30 bucks more. You get a suit and you don't have to buy the battle pass. We all bought ugly helmets it. last night instead. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I will be saving my money next. But yeah, I'm, so my, my love I'm never going to grind enough to get the, the big battle pass. So. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. I'm right. to spend the cash. Yeah. I'll try. Right. Maybe one day. It's, it's fantastic. So yeah, my lore theories were because you come out of the cryopod, even when you're just in orbit. I was like, oh, are we all clones of the Helldiver we created? Because that's why we're the military thinks we're so expendable or whatever. But Skyler, friend of the show, who uh, he's got a he's had a slow day at work as a pyrotechnician. He was like, "Well, no, the default character creator is randomized, so they randomize the creation of your soldier every time you die." So huh. he thinks that they're actually disposable, whereas I thought we were disposable clones. But from what I can understand is, especially having done Starship Troopers a couple of years ago. To just a note on on to sorry to build on what you just said. So when you when you die, your name or sorry, nothing happens when you die. But whenever you go, you're deployed. Your name is your first initial of your Steam tag and a number. To to further say you're disposable. When I'm playing with you, you're Foam Queen. You're F nine or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Of course. It, yeah. A nice touch if we were disposable is if the number went up every time you died and you yeah. were summoned back in. It yeah. doesn't. It stays the same. But maybe that's oversight more than I think. I is it. Does it tie to death? I'm pretty sure it's just what position in the the party you are. I think yeah, the host F4. is always yeah 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 exactly yeah F four F one F two. Chaz actually listener of the show was like, oh, I wish the numbers went up, and I I also was like, oh, that'd yeah be cool yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, obviously, it's called Super Earth, but it's just Earth, and they have like a completely like 110 percent militarized government. <laughs> um, the best part about the lore is just how. Like, you guys took me to Robot Vietnam for my first mission, right? <laughs> and yeah. I absolutely felt like I was a, like, could have been the high school quarterback who has been fed 
nothing but propaganda and has no training because I don't know the codes for anything. I don't know. I, I still don't reload when I run out of ammo because I'm used to an, an automatic reload. So I have no training. I have nothing but patriotism in my heart, and I am dropped into a a, a damp jungle full of like flesh eating robots. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is exactly the intent the developers had." I understand. You need to feel like this, so it's clearly a completely militarized Earth, and they want to bring uh, third the- person shooter. I don't know if we've said it yet, though. By the way, oh you're, yeah, well, you're I'm running talking around, about the yeah. Lore, yes. theor- lore theories that I have in my seven hours, yeah, not, not so much the genre, but yeah, it is a third. Well, just shooter. just so people can picture a Peter landing in the in the desert or in the in the yeah, jungle. Yeah, I feel yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, and they call it managed democracy, which yeah. the devs have to be European because that is such a shot. At the U.S., it's oh, unbelievable. I, it, it all is very much a, a yeah. shot at the U.S. For yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Apologies in advance uh, for anybody listening to find out that I guarantee we will come up come as the most hostile liberals on the fucking planet. I, after I this. mean, there are definitely <laughs> some people out there. Again, just just with how popular this game is, there's some people out there who play this game and don't understand that it's satire and are like, yeah, of course, Ooh, well, fascism rules. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all for Super Earth, but uh, it becomes pretty clear pretty yeah, fast. I didn't call the my devs, the devs aren't that. Way. Yeah, I didn't call my starship the senator of family values because I believe that. Right? Yeah, exactly. I, 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 they gave me the option to go whole hog when naming yeah. my warship, my genocidal warship, and I was like, "This is what they would call it." Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not, honestly, with the this the, is what Mitch McConnell would get. call his spaceship, dude. Like, yeah, obviously, exactly. But yeah, I, I, I guarantee because they call it managed democracy. I'm pretty sure the bugs were just an easy target that they are using to like scam people into going to war because the bugs I guarantee can't understand what voting is. And like, they're so far away in space. And from what I've seen have no interest, interstellar travel. So they're just like a target that they've picked. And then the robots, uh, cause you conquer territory like mm-hmm. as a community, which I think is a really, really cool idea. And every time you finish a, minis- a mission, you see the one in one millionth of a percent of help you've contributed, which yeah. is a yep. hilarious counter as well. A very good commentary on the uh, current state of perpetual war that yep. certain governments keep us in at all times. <laughs> the the fraction of fractions of fractions of percentages when you go down and and kill like like thirty guys die to kill a thousand bugs. Yeah, <laughs> it's worth nothing. There it's is a so Twitter good. that does like a WWE wrestling update kind of thing where it's like this planet's been overrun by the automatons. You've lost here. We've completely libertized this planet and libertized. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're calling this out as it goes, and they're making narratives and they're making stories. And the players, uh, one of the memes is like we're fighting in the creek, and it's a place that's kind of in really deep in the automaton uh territory and not somewhere that we would need to focus first like there's a tip of of a place to conquer before you would get that deep but everyone wants to go to the creek because it's a meme so it's fun that you can have these community type things where we focus on what planets we're attacking just for the meme and yeah, uh, yeah. and the fact it's 100 percent co-op the community has been really supportive i played with some randos this morning and it was as, I mean, not as good, but like as good as playing with randos in another co-op only game like Warframe yeah. or Monster Hunter World as or well. Deep, or Deep Rock. Been compl- yeah. compared to Deep Rock a lot yeah. too, right? Yeah. The similar like you um, land on the planet, you go complete some objectives, you kill bugs along the way. You, you yeah, yeah, right. And then um, I guess my last theory is that the automatons are, are Super Earth's fault and they've turned around and are also killing them. 
In a way, that's that's pretty close. You got a couple things pretty wrong, uh, but all in all, pretty close. Do you have anything you want to add? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to just flesh out too, like because on Thursday I heard so many people talking this game, and I couldn't even picture what it was in my head. Mm-hmm. So like, you are uh, a guy in a suit with a cape, and you land on a planet with a gun, and it's third person, and you either fight bugs or you fight robots. Uh, or so, maybe a third way, a third race. Hmm? We'll get maybe into a it. third race Ooh, that yeah. I haven't seen yet. Um, there is a tooltip about alien relics, and the government tells you don't fucking touch them. Uh, like curiosity <laughs> is sedition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if we have some time left over, I have some some screenshots, some great tooltips that we can. They're uh, excellent. Yeah. yeah. So something that you have uh, is your strategy. Strategium is like Strategium? your is your uh, basically like your your spell casting for your big crazy gun abilities so like if you want to call it a 500 pound uh nuke you can do that uh but the way that you do that is kind of like a dance dance revolution sequence of arrow keys or wasd um so if i want to re like even bring my friend back i have to punch in a code while i'm dealing with a lot of things trying to kill me. Yeah, so yeah. it gives you this sense of like nervousness and having to do like a, a dexterous thing, like input a code while under a lot of stress would be probably similar to trying to reload a gun while you're under a lot of stress. Right. Yeah. And it, yeah. And it simulates a lot of this, like, like feeling out of control. Uh, but then once you start to get in control and you have access to the strategic and stuff, you're like, Oh, there's like a hundred meters away. There's an objective. I could go in there and shoot them with all my guns, or I could just call in a giant airstrike and wipe it the yeah. fuck out. Or, or, boom, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And it's just, it's, I have an orbital laser now. Yeah. Just oh, like, hell yeah. And like just fries <laughs> everything, so dude. The sound design is so good. Oh the the like atmosphere is so good. The graphics yeah. are so good. Or like Jamie and I last night, you can like input the code to pull out the marker that you have to throw to call in the airstrike, then get hit by a robot and just drop it at your feet. <laughs> yeah. An airstrike on your head. Basically. Everything can kill you, especially your own things. I have something called a guard dog that you get at level 10. It's really useful because it's like a sentry uh, laser a drone, right? that falls around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a drone. But the thing is, if you're not paying attention to where it's shooting, it can just lop your own head off. So yeah. it's like, you have to be watching like your own, you can get killed if you stand in front of a turret and an enemy runs by in front of you oh you're fucking dead yeah oh, exactly. one thing i found out some very cool like tactics that they don't explain as far as like the movement system goes which is shocking like surprisingly much more like deep than i thought i was sprinting past like one of you or skylar last night sprinting while he was like one of you was firing a machine gun and then i hit crouch and like fucking slid under the bullets so you can like yeah. dodge and yeah. like like there's power a, slide a, under friendly fire which you're what? like which, there's the dive mechanic which you use a lot which is yeah, very it's great and you, you full send it kind of dive yeah yeah and you're like yeah anyway so much to talk about the game fucking oh, rules. save this. it for the bonus save it for the, we'll sell this exactly. to people right yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the lore uh before that i mean hell there's one again is where most of this lore comes from there's an encyclopedia in that game which was just like you could open stuff up big shout out to whoever at the fandom wiki took a bunch of those encyclopedia entries and put it there because that's where all the lore comes from, basically. Okay, beautiful, yeah. Uh, Helldivers 1 was uh, basically the an identical gameplay loop. It was just a t- twin-stick shooter. So it's just a, cool. an over, a, like a top-down, you got the two sticks, and you're you're going like that, but the exact same uh, the exact same gameplay loop. So you have the campaign hub ship, uh, you have your drop pods, you have your stratagems and your loadouts before each mission. You have the DDR minigame mechanic for calling in your stratagems and stuff oh, like that. Really? Yeah, all this stuff back from 2015. Damn. Um, cool. so, so let's, let's start with super earth. 
right? Our, our home that we, that we must defend. And I'll start you guys off with a quote here. Prosperity, liberty, and democracy, our way of life. But it doesn't come free. It is every man, woman, and child's duty to protect our home, our culture, and our families. Why not make the most important decision of your life? Make the safety of your family a personal responsibility and prove that you have the strength and courage to be free. Join the Helldivers. Travel the galaxy, visit the capitals, meet unusual people, and represent the Federation. Secure the resources we need to preserve our way of life and create a future for Super Earth. Spread managed democracy throughout the galaxy. Become more than you are. Become a hero. Become a legend. Uh, so that's the opening the opening cutscene uh, in Helldivers 2. That's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what they read to you. Um, the graphics are so good in that opening cutscene. The guy's cutscene. face and his hair and everything. It looked like so real. Like, And then his wife and kid get mauled by a giant bug. A giant bug. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no! <laughs> I mean, it's clearly stage propaganda, though, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. You are not immune to propaganda, James. Nope. <laughs> clearly. I believe it. I want to get back out there and spread democracy right now. Honestly. Yeah, me too. I'm thinking about it. We're going to uh, be so jacked up. <laughs> right? So the story of Helldivers starts with Super Earth, like I said. It, it's an idyllic alternate Earth government of where uh, of the future where our, all civilizations have been unified and everyone is happy thanks to the latest and greatest political system of managed democracy. So Pete, you said it's just regular Earth. It's not. It it's Super Earth is is the government essentially more than it is. Oh. When I say Super Earth, I am referring to the the government that that governs humanity more than anything. Well, they um, called themselves Super Earth. The the capital planet is called Super Earth, but it changes, and we'll 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 talk about why. I see. Okay. Because I felt just... like the Terra system when I was choosing missions to go bug robot. I I don't know what the canon between the games is. Like we haven't been given that information yet. I'm I'm going to assume that they don't they didn't give it too much thought, and that I think we're probably restarting this galactic campaign. But again, it's a galactic campaign, and we'll talk about the gameplay loop of Helldivers 1, but you could win the wars, and you could also lose the wars as a community. And when you lose the war, like you trigger an event, which is a, like a planetary defense event of the capital planet, and all the players like all the players work on that one defense, those like one defense of that planet, all these defense missions. Uh, but if you don't succeed, the capital is destroyed, and they'll set up a new super Earth capital on another planet. Essentially, wow. cool. That's great. I hope yeah. that happens. At I hope we get to experience that like at least once. As, There's as, planets as, as a community, sure. almost for sure. Almost for sure, we will. I think There's the gameplay loop is going to be exactly the same. Yeah. That already have been destroyed. Yeah, like that Twitter account that I was talking about. It. It's not a community run account. It's like the developers are like drop near. It's done. Yeah. yeah, you liberated it, liberated it, but the the automatons liberated it. You you libertized it. Well, actually, I love democracy. <laughs> what what I think is fun about that is I I posted you guys two pictures. I I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're propaganda images of what Super Earth might look like. One is like these like destroyer ships above Super Earth with a building thousands of kilometers tall. Uh, and then another one shows like the pyramids, but again, it's not necessarily Earth because in the first Helldivers there was several wars lost, uh, and so like the capital was lost several times over. And it's right. Not, okay. Not pyramids, right. Yeah, you've got the uh, CRT screen grain over these things. I don't know if the like I guess high speed train system around the pyramids of Giza is still there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we will get to see it. Every planet in. Uh, in Helldivers 2 so far that I've been to and I've quick played and jumped to a bunch of different planets have either been desert biome or jungle biome. Yep. Uh, desert, super sandy, hard to see. Jungle, Johnny and the trees. There's a bunch of they are to see. There yeah. is a like a snow covered biome too that you can go to. Okay. Oh, uh, cool. 
Nice. I mean, we we did a mission there, I think, last night, Pete. Uh, I guess maybe you just don't pick up on it as much, but um, yeah. I, I, will, I will say the... Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about... People we'll are afraid... Like, the community are, are afraid of the robots. I have a lot of friends who have not done a robot mission yet. They'll only play bugs because they heard too oh. many scary stories from the... And whenever you do quick play, you end up uh, in a lot of bug missions if you don't set yourself to robot missions oh, yeah. or whatever. My yeah. stoned ass has a screenshot from the ice planet. Never mind. <laughs> I, was I wanted to add some screenshots we, we for the patrons night. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. We, no, we straight up did. I have a screenshot of, yeah. <laughs> of it. <laughs> so... For the uninitiated, like I said earlier, Helldivers is definitely, definitely satire. Uh, it's clearly inspired by Starship Troopers. Uh, there's some other elements of other popular sci-fi in there as well. Uh, yep. It's a parody of McCarthyism, fascism, the military industrialization complex, and America's own unique brand of patriotism. What's yes. McCarthyism? Uh, communist hunters. Yeah, often known as the second Red Scare. It's essentially like a period of 1950s, 1960s Americana where people would turn in, call the government on their neighbors and say, huh. my neighbor's a communist, come arrest yeah. them, basically. Oh my God. And this was yeah. all on the uh, like advice of a U.S. government guy. He's uh, Maybe CIA or maybe he was a senator or something. He was a politician of some kind. Yeah. And Name he McCarthy. was uh, Joseph McCarthy, as far mm-hmm. as I know. So that's why it's called McCarthyism is, is like ratting out your neighbors, like narking on your neighbors because they're polite, I guess, would be the... Yeah, the exactly. Well, like, if they had nothing to hide, we wouldn't have to call them in. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's the spirit, Jamie. We've all been... That, that's what 27 hours of fucking Helldivers 2 gets you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so it's a, it's a pretty common refrain that the Helldivers, the galactic fighting force of Super-Earth, are bringing liberty to alien planets. You see a lot of people uh, for the memes just saying liberty, li- spamming liberty in Twitch chats and things like that. Um, <laughs> October 26th is Liberty Day, uh, presumably the day when the people of Super Earth put aside their differences to unite under a single government. This is something to look forward to because IRL in the past with Helldivers 1, uh, the devs would often release uh, like big updates, big free updates on October 26th as like a celebration of liberty. So look this forward is to a it. good way to do a live service devs who may or may not be listening, right? Yeah. I don't I don't want a interminable loot grind. It's give us a common goal. That's it's genius. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. For Honor good. had the a very similar yeah, system. Very similar. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Warframe has it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before the unification uh, of all governments under Super Earth, we know that Helldivers already existed before uh, Super Earth became the the government. They are the elite fighting force of Super Earth. They're drafted from the Army Corps. Uh, They're dropped into battle using ODST-like drop pods, but before Super Earth was unified, they would sometimes serve as riot police and maybe even assassins. Um, Very CIA, I think. Yeah, (laughs) a lot of ways, right? (laughs) Uh, So Helldiver Defenders from the first game's DLC are big bulky tank units who are particularly good at busting unions and escalating peaceful protests. Uh, meanwhile, the Rangers, whose training used to be standard for Helldivers, were known for their abilities in scouting and assassination of high-value targets. Oh, okay. um, knowing that Helldivers were, were around before the unification of Super Earth, I think it's a fair lore boys canon that maybe some assassination skills were used to achieve unity. Um, well, yeah, you wouldn't want a president with a convertible and a hot wife to fire the head of the CIA or anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's a national that's a national security threat, right? Or yeah, an, of course, an, that's a galactic security threat. Uh, <laughs> he married a bug in a pink hat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So Helldivers nowadays uh, do most of their work abroad on interplanetary missions to spread managed democracy to the lesser races of the galaxy or who are hellbent on destroying everything Super Earth has built. We said managed democracy a few times. Now we'll get into it in a little bit. Um, we're going to talk about the Helldivers a little bit more in, it, in the Nullipods, but then we'll get into the it. The bugs hate us for our freedom that they can understand and express uh, through Absolutely. all their tittering and uh, screeching that they do. Actually, we'll find out what the bugs deal is. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> So here's a quote from the original Helldivers Encyclopedia. Uh, Our pride, the Helldivers, are the scalpel of the military might of Super Earth. Young men and women are drafted from the regular Army Corps to do their part in the unrestful galaxy that is set on destroying Super Earth. Helldivers are dropped into battle using the iconic Hellpods, shock-absorbing tubes that break the atmosphere at extreme velocities only to crack the ground when they open to reveal their heroic cargo. Um language like this is is used a lot in the game too when you when you are doing the mission there's like general brash who is like giving you or uh, doing the mission sorry doing the training yes uh yeah. when you're going through basic you have like general brash who's like <laughs> hyping you up and he's like calling you indestructible he describes you as seven feet tall at some point yeah. like, it's all very like ura. <laughs> The best part about the tutorial is like simulating health damage and you're at like a CRT computer screen and it just has a spike that shoots out and hits in the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so fucking low tech. Yeah. Um, um, uh, my assumption my in my head, I don't know if you see him at some point or maybe I missed a picture when I was doing the tutorial. I imagine General Brash as being like like wheelchair bound, completely crippled celebrity soldier who is still pretending like the Helldivers are uncle. <laughs> like in my head, like he looks like Lieutenant Dan combined oh. with like a military commander sort of thing. I have more of like a small soldier's the guy with the tall hair thing going in my head. We would okay, carry yeah. the knife in his teeth and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. General whatever. Small soldiers next week. We'll fill yeah. that gap. <laughs> uh I I want to know where the Gorgonauts come from. Um <laughs> it was Archer. It's Gorgonites, I think. <laughs> Gorgonites, there you go. Um yeah i think it's so funny you do the basic training like there's a part where you have to dive beneath these two uh turrets to show you how like the dive mechanic works and how you can crawl under friendly fire essentially i got killed uh i I think i died died, like four times there and it just like it blow like blows your limbs off like it's very uh it's very i was streaming that part on twitch and twitch chat already like started counting my deaths from that point like i think everybody dies so often there that it's like a thing yeah i I died twice there and then like got through and then got stabbed in the shoulder Uh, yeah i'm still because it doesn't tell you what it doesn't tell you when to dive it's it's spray painted on the ground which is like good gameplay storytelling i guess so like i ran at it and dove too early or whatever so the turrets just like like locked onto me and blew me up while i was lying on my stomach you need to dive through at like the dive line basically yeah. that's underneath like the warehouse door that that the the turrets me, are next to me i just never let go of sprint so i kept diving and then instantly oh. standing up and trying to sprint through, <laughs> sprint through the machine guns huh. um so uh to talk about the hell pods that the things that you drop from from orbit uh, a wise I man love the hell pods just they look quick. like bullets being shot from space into a planet dude. you couldn't just let me finish my line i was gonna say a wise man once described them as bullets but with people inside where space is the gun that's uh, what i said <laughs> i know <laughs> you know man i was gonna t- i was gonna talk you up but now you look like a fool for saying it. Uh, i love that they bury into the ground and like another like ura moment is that your guy comes out on an elevator it's so yep. silly instead yeah. of like the it like bursts open because you mentioned odst like the halo odst's land or like pop open when you land and like titanfall if you drop a titan without the warp drop 
they like burst out of a like a, a case and land. This thing burrows you into the ground, and then you yeah. come up on like a like yeah. a lazy susan sized elevator, which is so fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like uh, yeah, the supply drops and like when you call in guns, all that stuff has like boosters on the bottom that fire right at the end, so it doesn't go underground. But for some reason, you just go underground when they yeah. drop you. Also, off, you but... had mentioned that uh, all your stratagems, all the artillery and everything, your ship is in the air in real time. This yeah. morning when I did a couple missions, I called in an orbital strike on like a bug nest and looked up and watched the, the so the timer is always the same. The drop is always like whatever, four or five seconds. So I watched the orbital drop like steer itself through the air from yeah. my ship and then just like boom. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Even on a toaster PC like mine. Um, and again, the game is the settings are phenomenal. Just advice for 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 people out there. You can really customize it to work on an, an, an aged rig like I have. Sacrifice everything performance wise in favor of particle effects, because once you get like a high level particle effect airstrike, you will absolutely die for Super Earth, dude. It is so yeah, fucking yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, the cool thing, too, about that ship that you see coming in in real time is as you collect... I'll let you get on track really soon, I promise. Uh, no, it's okay. You can collect... nothing for the patrons, that's all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll figure them out. But yeah, <laughs> this ship, like, uh, you fly and it's also your hub, like, in between uh, missions. Yeah. And the bug samples, you can get, like, common samples, rare samples, and there's one more tier of sample I haven't even got yet. But you bring back those samples and you can upgrade your ship so that orbital strike that you call in will come in two seconds faster which makes it a little easier to land the shot or yeah. it'll come off cooldown a minute sooner and all this or stuff. vastly so more dangerous if both your legs are cut off in the middle of all your friends while you're holding an orbital strike request yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, now they, and now they have 90 seconds or they have one a second and a half to get out of the way instead yeah. of five <laughs> there's some tech you see and it's like okay that is just going to kill me i saw the mine there's this thing that shoots a, a minefield of mines in just a few seconds and yeah. I'm like, oh i am gonna die to mines from my friends absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the mines are it. just an osha violation I don't understand it at all. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're talking about Hell Pods. Uh, their own excerpt from the in-game encyclopedia uh, lists: Hell Divers drop into battle using the iconic Hell Pods, shock-absorbing tubes. That oh, did I already read that? I think I already read yeah. that. Um, so the Hell Pods were first invented for use on Earth, not abroad, huh. as the citizens of Northman's Creek, different creek, seceded from Super Earth and declared themselves independent. Turns out they were filthy socialists and wanted to suppress their people by making them have a voice in government and the decisions the government made. I don't oh, I'm going to be fucking sick. think so. That's <laughs> awful. That's nasty. <laughs> Gross. So the, qua <laughs> the quashing of the rebellion was not going well, and unable to get proper air superiority, Super Earth invents death machines to drop hell divers from orbit. Uh, 50 okay. hell divers were dropped directly into the Northman's Creek Parliament, where they quickly saved the population from their socialist overlords, replacing them with bona fide liberty and bringing them back into the super earth fold. Uh, God. So, so yeah, the hell pods and hell, again, hell divers used to suppress uh, rebellions or uh, <laughs> revolutions. Yeah, um, of course. And, and the hell pods were uh, invented expressly for that purpose as well. Why would you want socialism, after all, when Super Earth is managed by the best possible democratically elected politicians, made certain by using managed democracy? What managed democracy is, in a nutshell, is regular democracy, but easier and smarter. <laughs> so, from the original Helldivers Encyclopedia again. Mankind has approved upon the old concept of democracy. 
Utilizing computer-aided voting software, citizens are asked to answer several questions, and the outcome of their vote is decided upon by the computer. This removes the uncertainty that existed in the old systems where voters didn't fully understand what they were voting for, giving us managed democracy. (laughs) (laughs) If you're too dumb to vote, we'll fix your vote for you. No, it's just it's just a fucking fix votes. They called they called chat GPT, right? Yeah, (laughs) they called it because obviously like uh, Helldivers won. Fuck, must have come out so long ago because I nine years ago, nine years. Yeah. Okay. This is way before. Uh, trying to, they straight up like pre, they predict the Simpsons predicted it, sort of thing, yeah. but their own version of it. Helldivers predicted like the 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 like checking ballots for bamboo fibers because of the communist Chinese conspiracy yeah. to elect <laughs> Joe Biden, right? Like it's it's exactly. straight, but like also GPT where it doesn't make anything, it just interprets real things badly so you fill in like a you do a buzzfeed quiz okay i'm so glad you said that because my next sentence is essentially citizens will log into the web and go to everyone's favorite website buzzfeed there you go (laughs) they'll answer a quick quiz to figure out which sonic character would be the best at blowing their back out and the buzzfeed ai takes that information and casts their vote for president based off of it (laughs) (laughs) who would it be uh Uh, i think rose not rose who's the bat rouge bat yeah, bat with a strap on. Rouge, Rouge the bat. Oh, I don't think I don't think Shadow can get hard. That's why he has a gun. True. I think Miles. <laughs> if you have a gun, you can't get hard. No, Everybody <laughs> <does> it. Yes. <laughs> I feel like Miles could come in and get with some serious speed. And do you know what Miles' full name is Miles Per Hour. Oh, you got it. You, you taught me you... this. I think. Oh, Per Hour. I get yeah. It. It's I like P R O W E R. I know. I think I've yeah. heard that a million times, but never made the connection to Per Hour. Yeah. 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 Um, so obviously there's some speculation amongst the populace that maybe the system might be rigged. I'm willing <laughs> to in- inject some lore voice canon that citizens are not informed who their ballot was ultimately cast for. Uh, I think it makes sense in the name of unity. We wouldn't want people to know that their politician didn't win, right? Even if they didn't like cast the vote for that politician themselves, they wouldn't want the computer set to tell them, oh, I voted for the loser for you, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think uh, Lord Boy's canon is that they you just do the quiz and that's all. Then you hear who gets elected. You don't hear who your vote got cast for. I ele- right? You're elected uh, doing a lot of work in that sentence, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, that sounds like dissidence. Uh, oh, uh, my mistake. Uh, talk like that is dissidence and downright un-amer- uh, un-super-earthian, right? Right. <laughs> uh, so we'll have to clamp down on that on on the Pete's uh, of the world, right? Uh, Dude, the first game and it's that was DLCs. so so weird. I'm looking at my Steam profile and I'm looking. I'm in one group and it says clamp down. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in this. And you just like we have to clamp down. And I was looking at it. And I thought you were looking at my screen. I'm sorry. Our chakras have clearly aligned because we've been playing Helldivers together. Like, yeah. the super <laughs> government is always watching, Jamie. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Uh, so the first game and its DLCs paint, paint a pretty clear picture that the Super Earth government is fascist and doesn't really have a limit to what they'll do to retain their seat of power. Um, there's a splash screen in the original Helldivers labeled as a Super Earth broadcast, which states, questions regarding the Federation or government of Super Earth shall be sent to the appropriate quadrant. It is illegal to express oneself openly about the Federation or government of Super Earth in a negative manner, and serious cases may result in arrest or termination. Brought to you by Super Super Earth PT LTE LTD sponsored by what? Super Earth. That makes sense. Like if you have a problem, you shouldn't tell people about it. You might sway their opinions one way or another. You submit a complaint and see what happens. I think it, it would be <laughs> irresponsible to constantly show that the president is uh, 
brain dead. I think <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. shouldn't do that. <laughs> no. In defense of Joe Biden, Republicans got theirs with Ronald Reagan, right? Like his brain was pudding by the end of his his yeah, yeah, uh, of term. Yeah, so yeah. throat Why goat had a psychic apparently, like like modifying <laughs> the Constitution or some shit. Uh, That's cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Ronald. Re- I don't know if you guys know this. Ronald Reagan straight up had dementia for the last like three years of his term. <laughs> uh, very, very uh, good. Oh yeah, it's good. Uh, so there's also a private on the ship you ride in in the first game who tells you that he has a neighbor who turned their own son into the authorities for quote not honoring the super Earth flag. Uh, again, pretty reminiscent of the Red Scare eras in American history. Yeah. Um. It's mentioned in the first game that all communications over the galactic wide web are monitored for alien sympathizers. Uh, Entire units of Helldivers, the most patriotic of folk, have been summarily executed for sympathizing with the enemy. Uh, There was a screenshot. Let me see if I can find it from last night. Uh, Yeah, if you notice it, so uh, on the loading screen, you get tips and one of the training manual tips says, if you notice a squad mate sympathizing with an enemy, report them to your democracy officer. Thought (laughs) crimes kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um it uh Senator John W. Killjoy, great name. Excellent. Uh, has gone on record saying that this is I, I think this is the, the McCarthy uh like parody uh parody account is uh Senator John W. Killjoy instead of Joseph McCarthy. Right. Uh has gone on record saying that those who uh, wish for peace talks with the cyborgs should be jailed or executed. Um, little little mini spoiler for you guys there. I am going to say cyborgs, not robots. Uh, oh, no. Jesus. No. <laughs> so, By oh. the way, in the game, the robots are basically Terminator enemies. Yeah. The red eyes. Yeah, like red eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, relentlessly marching towards you, shooting lasers and stuff. They're just, cool just as massive with chainsaws for arms just charging yeah. at you. Yeah. Right? Everything yeah. is like dark or metally with and red glowing and like smoke coming out of it like the tank that's coming back. Usually if there's a red area with smoke coming out of it, throw a grenade in there and something probably good will happen. Yeah, exactly, but, uh, yeah. 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 Last night, I remember uh, Ethan was saying we we like lost a mission, or uh, I think Skylar extracted a loan, or you did, Jamie. And it was just like we're under fire from the word go. You are being shot at for a hundred percent of the mission. There is nothing yeah. you can do. <laughs> but yeah, the 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 robots are very uh, Terminator esque, but they are a combination of the kind of spooky Terminator sci fi as well as a more I don't know, a more like diesel punk inspired thing where they do have like exposed rads that glow red. And yeah, like yeah. the big chainsaw fucking thing, which was the bane of my existence last night. Yeah. Uh, has like two smokestacks, like pouring out like coal smoke out of it. For fuck's yeah. sake. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the basic infantrymen have those like one that can have a rocket, one that can have a machine gun. They could just come at you with two like wolverine blades that are like red on the back of their hands and, yeah. yeah yeah very very cool Fun and blowing to kill. both their arms off uh don't kill them in a lot of cases so they just continue to stampede towards you with their uh godless red eyes it's oh, <laughs> awesome it's awesome yeah uh so on their 16th birthday every citizen of super earth is issued a bolt action rifle Oh, uh, it's a bolt mitzvah. Let's go, baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> very good. Uh, apparently, it's to encourage uh, military service, uh, and it would make sense for in the future, they will need it. Um, for once Super Earth was properly unified, humanity turned its gaze to the stars. Equipped with faster than light ships, which seem to travel distances both by moving fast and time travel, 
they spread out looking to colonize other planets. I included this just because I think it's a really cool way to explain faster than light, light travel. Um, there's a voice line from your ship's commanding officer in the first game, which states, fun fact, did you know that this ship can get to any position in the galaxy in mere seconds? This is due to the Alcubierre drive invented in the early 2030s. The drive works by creating a wave in the time space uh, to actually make time and, well, space flow around the ship. So it seems like you time travel whenever you fast and light travel. Cool. Um, I mean, that would, if somebody wanted to get really, like, anal about it, like, prevent you from coming home to your parents after bringing managed democracies to the bugs and your parents having been dead for 400 years. Right? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Unless uh, that's just a lie. And when you do get home somehow, your parents have been dead for 400 years, which probably. I think Super Earth would probably tell you. Yeah, yeah no, it's a lie, dude. Yeah, it's the lay mind sign media or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Your parents are still alive. Go to war, <laughs> you maggot. <laughs> um, Diet work, be a man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so humans would find however that the galaxy is not empty but more on that after the break millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back. So we have the humans of Super Earth spreading out into the galaxy to find planets to liberate from their alien overlords and they would not come up wanting. Here's a quote from the encyclopedia on the subject. Our galaxy, the Milky Way, is inhabited by more species than was previously believed, and it turns out most of them are, in one way or another, hostile. The super-Earth military is fighting to keep back the tide of enemies that besiege us from all fronts. The elite Helldivers go both beyond the front and behind our own lines to support you and our troops. So the first and second games take place, while the Galactic Wars are in full swing during the first game, and presumably at some time in the sequel, the war will be uh, against three enemies. The Bugs, the Cyborgs, and the Illuminate. They're like a Protoss-like race, I guess you could say. Um, well, so they were very present in the first one. I think community speculation, uh, I haven't looked into it, but I have to imagine most people assume that they're going to be coming to this game at some point. DLC right. next October 26th. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I may not buy the Battle Pass, but I will buy all DLC for this game. I want more alien monsters to uh, free or li yeah. libertize, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Helldivers works by having a galactic campaign in progress, which we talked about. Players all over the world contribute to it. For every planet that a player conquers, they push progress in that sector against the, that enemy forward. So you have a sector with bugs, you have a sector with cyborgs, and you have a sector with uh, the Illuminate. Um, if the players are able to conquer enough sectors to push the aliens back to their home world, there's a special 48-hour event on that enemy's home planet. If the community is able to gain enough victories in that time, that faction will be defeated. Cool. Once all enemy factions are defeated, the war is won. Though, a new war is always right behind it. We're winning, on, we're winning on the bug front, we're losing on the automaton front right now, because people are too afraid for the robots. Yeah, so we're the, pushing so the, the bugs in. Chaos, the but they're not that bad on medium when you guys threw me in. 
So They're don't not. be afraid, listener. But I know I was I when I, I did bug missions on on medium this morning just because there was I was having coffee and didn't particularly want to have screaming lasers fired at me at all times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was seven thirty in the morning. The there's I I saw I think five planets, and I'm on the fifth one, which uh, this morning was down to like sixty percent liberated or something like that. Like it, we're, we're getting there. Small. Yeah. Small complaint from the Reddit community. There always will be. Um, when they killed a planet this morning, like a uh, cannon, the automatons won. It still had like 23% left to be liberated and they killed it early. So I think they do make some decisions on like how things are going. But uh, for for the most part, I, I think it's supposed to be driven. Well, by I wonder the if the servers need to have a reset or something while they are uh, melt, like the temperature of their current servers are being measured in Kelvin. Like yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Something I, I wanted to bring up too, and maybe I'm robbing the bonus, uh, but whenever you're it, set your key binds, if you want for your codes, for your strategic codes to something other than your movement keys, because it allows you to still be running and then bring in reinforcements or bring out guns and stuff. So for me, like I, I set it to my arrow keys. So I take my hand off the mouse and continue running and I plug it in really quick on the arrow keys. I'm getting to the point where, after 20 hours, some of them I barely have to look anymore. I, I glance at it and then it's done. So that's, that's yeah, I have if you're the, having trouble. I have the reinforcement one pretty down, but uh, yeah, not all. the I shortest mean, one I, that the, I, I only have the orbital strike that you come with. It's right, like, right it's up. like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. say, right, right up is, yeah. is the, or the first orbital strike. Yeah. Easy I like having it as was because I love the additional little like chemical hit of panic I can get. Yeah, by yeah. standing so. still to call someone back in. Oh yeah, it for still the, feels for the moment. Twenty hours in, I might be fucking sick of it. It's still yeah. apparently really hard. Is like really hard on, like on the on the harder difficulties. Exactly, like we're playing <laughs> yeah. playing medium right now. Yeah, so. yeah. And uh, let me get to level too. ten before I start uh, making like strategic decisions. Maybe uh, one thing that the the community is having trouble with is the armor the armor count of of the really heavy armor ones uh, in the harder difficulties gets so insane that you have to pick. Um, like things that you can summon that have armor piercing. So like people almost always take the shield because staying alive is the biggest thing. And then take cool and take three different uh, armor piercing abilities because you just literally can't kill them unless you have armor piercing. So (laughs) I I don't know how they're going to, the gameplay by the time we all get to difficulty eight or nine might be different, but uh, I mean, it feels it, that also feels good in that like you very much feel like an expendable soldier just thrown into this hell. Right. And like the fact that your, your fucking, your little pea shooter doesn't kill these like giant cyborg (laughs) monstrosities just feels right. I pretty Uh, much use the machine gun. Like not, I have like 90% uptime with the machine gun. I barely use my, my, my yeah, primary and secondary. Like I, yeah. you always have enough ammo. I find with the because uh, you call down like a special third weapon, right? Uh, yeah, I feel like if I find you, like if you put in your loadout, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I did look up, and I was suspicious that this was a European dev, and uh, maybe the fact that they have you know free college and good healthcare. Uh, these people are Swedish that made this game. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think I, I think I knew that actually, but yeah. um. So it was possible in the first Hell Divers to lose a campaign, like I said earlier, uh, to be pushed back enough to trigger a capital defense event, which could also be failed. Both the fail state and the victories are canon. If we ever fail a war, a new planet is declared the capital super earth, and we set up our government there, start the war back up, bring liberty back to our planets. For every time a war is won, those evil alien factions can't help but give us a reason to start another war. Huh. Uh, <laughs> so 
Except was it holding their own elections? Because I would consider that an act of aggression. Pretty goddamn close, Pete. Uh, So, (laughs) (laughs) like I said earlier, not all of them are really alien. The cyborgs of the Helldivers universe are indeed just that, part robot, part human. Former terrorists, these former humans broke away from Super Earth and founded a new home where they use inferior technology to augment their bodies. Cyborg leaders have gone on record saying Super Earth's ideals are a lie and the people are brainwashed. Come on. I don't think so. They're trying to damage uh, the beautiful unity and liberty of Super Earth. My brain is is uh, is completely unwashed. I will have you know. Sleep, sleep, sleep. I wash my brain twice a year, whether I need it or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, cyborgs are painted by the propaganda of Super Earth as a true menace. So- socialists. Their logo is a red star, and they are often used as a boogeyman to spook Super Earth citizens. There's always some rumors circulating about how there's a I mad heard the cyborgs was paying taxes and using <laughs> it to pave roads. Right. <laughs> uh, there's always rumors circulating about how a mad scientist is going around turning people into cyborgs or like you're going to get abducted and disappeared. And it's the cyborgs that did it when it's probably the fucking CIA that did it. Yeah, I know. It'd be like high school teachers are going to cyborg your kids. Basically, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 Give them a, give them a cyborg litter box. It's putting out outlets in classrooms now. Yeah, they steal your baloney children and turn them into super soldiers or something. Yeah, something. yeah I remember that. Yeah, they're letting kids plug in and charge at a school now. Not on my watch. <laughs> Guys, by um, the way, I gave you both a fancy pants awards on your Steam profile from... So now you guys have that, those commendations. Just angst, oh, you know. I don't know what that means. I mean, either. Uh, <laughs> the first war against the cyborgs began after a cyborg terrorist detonated a massive bomb inside a city, killing thousands of civilians. Oh. Whether or not this first bombing happened as described might be true, might not be true. Every subsequent war after you beat the cyborgs is sparked by the exact same story, usually with casualties in the single digits. So you, if you win a campaign against the robots, there's a period of peace, and then inevitably, oh, there a robot did a terrorist a terrorism again. We gotta Pearl go. To, we gotta go to war. Yeah, it's either false flag or entrapment. Yeah, Maybe. exactly. Uh, of course, any who doubt the official story are likely to be branded as cyborg sympathizers. Uh, if the heroic hell divers are able to drive the robots back to their home planet of Cyberstan. Uh, on the galactic fringe. <laughs> this is a snow-covered world. So no one... fucking way. <laughs> uh, Super Earth is given the chance to install proper managed democracy for them. So when you beat the robots, your top priority is bringing them managed democracy, the gift of it, right? Yeah, it's only a trillion dollars. Honestly, that's pocket change. <laughs> <laughs> Once yeah, I don't see any meat left on them whenever we're playing now, though. If they're cyborgs, no. they're yeah. really... I mean, maybe the brain inside, right? Yeah. Maybe, yeah, who knows? Uh, once or maybe it's like, hey, they're cyborgs and they're living like a peaceful life somewhere, and they've built robots to do the fighting for them. I don't know. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'd like conquered. to think of like the Super Earth government doing phrenology on like the chrome skull of a Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> like like turning turn, turn the calipers. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> feeling like <laughs> scratching against it. There's still a bullet in like a dent hole feeling uh, over that with their uh, thumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, he has a hole here where the liberty part of the brain normally is. It's very disconcerting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so once conquered, cyborgs are democratized democratized, excuse me, uh, and forced into voting booths under threat of losing all their rights. 
so they're forced into a voting booth to take the BuzzFeed quiz uh, and then have their ballots cast for them. Once a fair and equal election takes place, cool. behind the, ve- the best election. Kind yeah, of. <laughs> behind the veil of the BuzzFeed AI, of course. Uh, <laughs> the newly elected government invariably turns over the massive forges and industrial complexes of Cyberstan into the hands of loyal and patriotic super Earthians. Thank goodness. Uh, right. Cyberstan Are- is an a a obscene name. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, dude. Right? It's so good. Uh, oh, thank God we have Europe to uh I don't know, call out our bullshit here right? in the West, eh? Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Roborat when yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck. Cyborat. <laughs> 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 Um, my wire <laughs> <laughs> I got the Zuberth uh, the castle I have the t- democracy <laughs> armies are kept on, on the planet uh, for five years or so to keep the peace and run the government until another cyborg bombing starts the cycle anew I was gonna say five years is rookie numbers dude you gotta like stick around somewhere to liberate it for 20 plus There's, and then fail there's, I mean, there's no interest in the super earth government in actually maintaining peace, right? Oh, like, really? Dang, they, dude. They plunder, they pillage, and then there's a bombing somewhere in the galaxy and they have to go to war again. Right. right? Okay. Um, now that the threat of socialism is taken care of, we can focus on real issues. Giant space bugs, right? Of right. course. The yes. real threat. Like, hey, the robots, we're joking. They're socialists. This is like, bugs are a real threat, right? So the Federation has decided, uh, sorry, this is a quote. The Federation has decided that the bug threat is becoming too great. Senator John W. Killjoy declared, the bugs have been a plague in this galaxy for far too long. They must now be eradicated before they spread to other worlds. Since I found out about them up until right now is too long. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The capital B bugs from Helldivers are a sentient race of just that, bugs. Uh, They have evolved over millions of years, always coming out on top of natural selection in their home sector on the eastern edge of the galaxy. They don't, we don't know how they achieve interstellar travel, but they are present on a large number of planets across many different star systems. Uh, They resemble a combination of arachnids, insectoids, and crustaceans, or just the bugs from Starship Troopers. Arthropods overall. I was going to say, in Starship Troopers, they do have like orbital artillery bugs that have evolved that'll shoot acid into orbit and like melt capital ships or whatever. Yeah. As someone Um, has had to cross the US border a lot, I think the bugs got through in fruits and vegetables because they always say don't bring any fruits and vegetables back and someone probably brought some fruits and vegetables down to like drop near or something and that's how you get a little bug problem you're probably that's right true. a yeah. friend of mine uh had a pet lizard that he got that was trapped in a plastic tree that he had bought off amazon oh, from, you told that me, was yeah. delivered oh, from florida yeah this, he yeah. had a little he had a little pet lizard for a while guy there's a moving company near where i live and a guy who works there was unpackaging something from the states black widow bite right on his uh, shin yeah no. when I, it still looks necrotic like and it's been years yeah when i when i used to do uh horse shows anytime we'd ship uh jumps up from the south we'd always like check them for black widows basically because they just sit in like a dark when they're not being used, the jumps, they just sit in like a dark corner of a barn somewhere for yeah, yeah. M- weeks or months at a time, right? Crazy. My God. Um, so, so of we course should the, kill the bugs, clearly. The yeah. Bugs, the bugs are an existential threat to human life in the galaxy. If not kept in check, they will surely sweep through, infesting every planet and snuffing out all their life. They're apex predators. They've, you know, they've evolved <laughs> over millions of years. 
Just a horse jump traveling through space and a bug in the corner. Of it. <laughs> That's what their ships look like. <laughs> uh, so it is essential that the Helldivers load up and go to war with the bugs. The citizens of Super Earth took up arms once more and soon learned a very interesting fact about bugs. That once they die, they're... <laughs> They're known to rapidly generate vast amounts of oil during decomposition. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so this is whaling and Iraq, yeah, right? Exactly. Uh, cool. <laughs> no, when you see great. those big mama larva ones and you can pop their back and all this green fluid comes uh, yeah, out of Mountain it. The Mountain Dew bugs yeah. are bullshit because they, they will instant kill you with like an acid spray, dude. Yeah. yeah. But the nice thing is you can like kill them by just shooting them in the head. But then their body is still there, and they're dead. But if if too much explosions goes around, they pop too, like a big yeah. old yeah zit. Okay, Nurgle so would love they're the full buffalo. of lantern oil, Absolutely. which obviously yeah. we need in whatever year this is, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, it it is straight up listed as oil, similar to the oil that megafauna once produced on Earth. So it's 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 just like it's oh, regular oil. Yeah, Dude, it's, okay. it's yeah. petroleum. Like, it is. Imagine it is just very limited. <laughs> A super soldier, like, exploring a cave, but instead of, like, a lantern with oil in it, he has one of those big mama bugs with just, like, a, a needle poked into it and, like, a flame on the top. Yeah. It's got it on, like, a leash walking it through so you can see it. Yeah, like, the little, the little like, stove wick that comes out. Like, yeah, like exactly. A, like a pilot light. Or, yeah, whenever they, like, light the, the oil from the oil fields and it's just spraying up in the air. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. New just idea, like a- though. A big pile of dead bugs, and you just like huck a torch at it. Like, light <laughs> <on top. laughs> um, next, guys, Helldivers 3. Let's make it like whaling, whaling sci fi. Like, now give us a, a, an ocean planet where we're hunting, where we're straight up whaling for oil. Ocean bugs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll, uh, We'll talk about ocean aliens and uh, when we get to the third faction here. So. <laughs> Helldivers four. Oh, we're we're clubbing seals. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> For democracy. Oh, just just yeah. do the HSBC. That's it. Yeah. That, that video game in the future. Um. So as Super Earth nears victory against the bugs in the campaign, uh, the tune around them being a galaxy devouring tide tends to change. Suddenly, they're a fragile species, exceedingly rare, and need to be saved at all costs. It would be immoral to even think about exterminating uh, them. Oh, it is whaling. That's, that's well, the whaling. It's, it's a whale. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Um, a super scientist, Dr. Hank Plogue, uh, quickly reveals he has a safe way of breeding the bugs in containment. Wait, I just thought of something. After a while, they get worried about global swarming. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, no, we gotta keep the bugs around. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> Uh, so since the wars always restart in Helldivers, it's pretty much canon that each one is started when these oil startups from milking bug carcasses inevitably let one escape to start breeding again. So yeah, it's, yeah, okay. we never kill out the bugs completely because we need oil, and then it inevitably starts another war. Yeah. Uh, every time a war is kicked back up, the government references the lost oil pumps from the last campaigns. So as you proceed through the war on an existential threat to humans in the galaxy, a common objective is to restart the oil pumps you come across along the way. Uh, Very, very uh, reminiscent of America's time in the Middle East, I think. (laughs) Uh, Well, America's uh, second most recent time in the Middle East. Yeah, 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 yeah. Desert uh, Desert Storm or whatever, right? The uh, George H.W. Desert Storm was Clinton. Uh, The war on terror was uh, W. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, his father went to the Middle East too, right? So. Did H.W.? Anyway. Yeah, yeah, he did. Bugs. Uh, they, I, they all do. They're all the same president. I just want <laughs> yeah, you to exactly. know. <laughs> uh, so with those two races now being given liberty and democracy, we have the final hostile species in the galaxy. Um, they're known as the Illuminate, though they call themselves the Squith. They're a highly advanced extragalactic race, uh, which has had colonies in the Milky Way for millennia. They seem to have evolved from aquatic beings with plenty of tentacles and fish bowls in their art and have been a civilization for hundreds of thousands of years. Uh, they use bioelectronics and nanotechnology to sustain themselves outside the water and are even described by your ship's science officer in the original Helldivers as having a jellyfish-like sting to them. So kind of like sting you when you touch them. Yeah. I like that, that they use biotechnics to stay out of the water. It's like they're in their suit and every time they breathe, like the little thing... Like into their <laughs> eyes, so they don't have to blink. The water just, <laughs> little squirters <laughs> just everywhere. Yeah. I was imagining a spacesuit, but like visibly filled almost to the top with water, and it's like kind of like <laughs> rocking like the the water in Jurassic right. Park. I mean, that, <laughs> right. that's kind of what it is. Like some of the art is like, like you see, it's like their tentacles, and then there's like a bowl of water on top of tentacles <laughs> with like a creature inside the bowl of water, essentially. Oh, cute! Okay. If you yeah. knock them on their back, they can't breathe right because the, the the air bubbles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um so we first encountered the squith or the illuminant in uh the year 2200 uh our second date this episode uh after we saw the first one uh we started seeing them everywhere um for a while the ufo the ufo sightings were dismissed as highway hypnosis and I, uncle dale loves talking about getting probed uh <laughs> until the until the illuminant came directly to the people of super earth with a peace offering while this may seem like a nice gesture, our glorious government did their due diligence, and we found that the Illuminate had large quantities of world-destroying devices, WMDs. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> damn, not the fucking fish with the weapons of mass destruction. Right? Not yeah. again. Yeah, I hate this. Uh, Saddam... Or wait, not the fish, the, the fifth. What are yeah. they? The squith? The squith. Sounds yeah. like they were the named by Mike yeah. Tyson, yeah. yeah. We like... We, <laughs> Democracy. <laughs> <laughs> so naturally, while their delega delegation was at the Parliament offering peace, we sent a preemptive strike aimed at obliterating them from the galaxy. As Senator Killjoy said, the statement sends a clear message to all would-be threats to Super Earth. If they have more advanced technology than us, be prepared to pay the price. <laughs> uh, uh, just we if you have uh, innumerable men to die at your hands. Just yeah. <laughs> like if, if you're smarter than us, we're going to kill you for it, is basically oh, what he's saying. I can't wait to break some fish bowls, though. Right. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, I can't wait to start shooting at these guys. Hope yeah. Bring them in soon. Yeah. Uh, anytime you win a mission to defend a planet for the Illuminate, your advisors will tell you, oh, thank God you won, or they would have blowed up the planet. <laughs> uh, of, <co> <laughs> of course, Look, if you. It's, it's incorrectly written. No, that's me. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Because oh, okay. <laughs> that does uh, sound like a tooltip. <laughs> that you get like where the it's not even written correctly yeah. <laughs> uh of course if you lose a mission to defend a planet they're miraculously never obliterated and you can always recapture them uh, oh, okay yeah so uh if you are uh well if you're a cyborg sympathizer you may be able to expect mercy in the form of a lifetime of incarceration uh instead of execution uh if you don't understand how dangerous the illuminate are the government will it's public execution if you side with the illuminate at all Based. Again, they want peace. So 
Like that's dangerous <laughs> for our citizens to be talking to them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, any missions uh, Helldivers are sent on against the Illuminate, they are tasked with recovering as much advanced technology as possible, as the Squith are significantly ahead of humans. A lot of the advanced weapons in the game, like the Arc Thrower or the Shield Generator, are considered likely spoils from the war against the Illuminate. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah, the, the Dome Shield saved our asses once. Yeah, <laughs> I just got the dome shield and I haven't put it to proper use yet. There's also a backpack that you can get that is a dome shield on your I back. saw a guy with that. Yeah, like yeah. it's like a little mushroom cap that protects your head and shoulders. Oh, yeah. Super cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anytime they're defeated, uh, the squith that is, our dutiful leaders in managed democracy force the treacherous Xenos to sign treaties, which disallows them from creating an armed forces branch and requires them to turn over all weapons tech to Super Earth. So that is what the U.S. did to Japan. And that is what the entire film of Shin Gojira is about. When Godzilla shows up, the Prime Minister of Japan needs to call the U.S. before dealing with the giant radioactive lizard. Yeah, pretty much. And that is still in, still in practice right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Germany, too, was demilitarized for a long, long time, right? After um, the First World War, yeah. Yeah. I mean, after the Second, too. Uh, well, Berlin. yeah, and they gave half of it to the Soviet Union as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, it's, yeah, <laughs> it does, it makes some sense for sure, but it's all under the guise of just stealing the technology. So it's my take on why the, the war Yeah, restart. I mean, but this, this shit is basically the same thing from, speaking of World War II, like, the Squith would have been just like, you know, a week later, like, yeah, you could just come work for NASA. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, <laughs> right? you, take, you take the smart ones for sure, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You can live um, in Argentina. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so much closer, dude. <laughs> Come on, it's sunny all the time. <laughs> I, I don't have a canon um, why the war restarts, but the Lore Boys canon is going to be, well, we need to free them up to build up more technology that we can then go and conquer again. So rather than well, yeah. uh, bringing in the scientists who might then go on to talk to some of our citizens and try and spread this hippie bullshit, hmm. um, we'll just let them do it on their own terms then go kill them again in a bit. Constant war is great for the economy. Yeah, exactly. I would love... It, these guys are very... It, it is, exactly. I would love for at some point in the... God willing, it has a good life cycle. I would love a proxy war system at some point in Helldivers 2. Because <laughs> uh, obviously the primary government that this game is satirizing participates in a few less hot wars these days, but goddamn, it getting other people's kids killed is so much cheaper than <laughs> sending your own guys, man. It's, so it's like a proxy weird. war system might be neat if you can get like a robot character yeah i know or something not, right not a proxy war thing but i played with two people who were france french this morning and they i pulled called in my machine gun instantly so i was gonna pick it up and help them out and the france french guy took my machine gun gotcha. i killed both of them and wouldn't resummon them back <laughs> took the machine gun finished the mission myself flew out with them dead uh, <laughs> very good. and then i gave them a good quebec tab out lack in the mic before leaving that's great <laughs> bastards yeah. Um, so uh, I have one last quote to, to end us off here. It's a, another quote from Dr. Hank Plug. Uh, and it goes, the amount of technology we are going to receive will accelerate our technology tenfold and allow us to create peacekeeping devices that have the power <laughs> to destroy entire planets. 
<laughs> I think there's a gun called Peacekeeper. I know in Apex Legends, uh, but the, I think in this game as well, they put a Peacekeeper. I think so, yeah. That, yeah. That What's the, the second machine gun that has like a box mag and a higher rate of fire? I, really I don't like know that. the guns very well. Oh, that's yeah. the Stroger or something? or this, uh, this I forget the names. I just know what Why do you the sound they make when they kill my enemies. The Stalwart. Stalwart, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed uh, our episode about Helldivers lore. Um, it's a fun game. Give it a try if it if it sounds like it's up your alley. Really fun multiplayer uh, sh- shenanigans, and I can almost guarantee you know somebody who plays it. Like yeah. I'm willing, willing to just point, go out there and say you know somebody who plays it because everybody seems to be fucking playing it. If you join uh, the Discord.gg slash Loreboys, you can hop into games with uh, folks like Chaz, folks like. A bunch of people. I know Chaz is always looking for friends to play with, so get yeah. the Discord if you're looking for someone to play with. Yeah, yeah. Or if you uh, if you don't want to play it, you don't want to buy it. Uh, you're not in a position to right now. Then you can always watch somebody else play it. Twitch.tv/slash Loreboys James. The Loreboys Lore James. <laughs> no S. Loreboy James. But thank you. Uh, huge thank you to Sideshow Commissar who Holy made it rain this week. What too. a madman! Yeah. I paid back my webcam already, so thank yeah. you very much, man. Yeah. Yeah. Huge shout outs to everybody who's turning up for those streams. Pete, you have anything you want to talk about? At Lord Boys Podcast on Instagram. Uh, comics still going well. Um, setting that fake deadline for myself was very helpful. I've been working through a lot of shit. Um, you mean the one four, 14 days ago? Or the what? Nine days ago? The fake deadline. My fake deadline was 11 days ago. 11 days ago, okay. Yeah, va- Valentine's. Okay, Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, no, it was really good. Got a lot of work done. Um, Again, it was learning experience. I love the process. Maybe one day we'll do like a BTS episode about like me talking about this whole thing because the whole thing was interesting to put together on your own. Um, but anyway, yeah, it, Instagram's the keep going. Just you, said, wanted, you said BTS. To... I instantly thought of K-pop. And I said the that Koreans? can't be it. Then I thought. Uh, then I thought of back to school. And I said that can't be it. It took me way too long to realize you meant behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Okay. Pardon, Usually, pardon me. Part- Sorry about my Hollywood lingo. I used to yeah. do <laughs> Usually promote and like ask for money for you guys. If you want to spend my money, come on Thursday. What is what is this Thursday so upcoming? February 29th. So the day after release, Thursday, February 29th, come to twitch.tv slash loreboyjames and uh, we're going to spend my money and buy me stupid shit for my apartment. Oh, like, right. Like, I want to come like over a, for that. Yeah. Like a pug who's just saying like, yo, what up? For, and wearing a gamer hat or don't even talk to me till i've had my gamers in the morning all that fun stuff or we'll buy some stupid shit yeah so thursday the the spooky blank planet. wall above jamie's bed that his dog is passed the fuck out on right now yeah uh, you're <laughs> gonna get good. some cringe yep. <laughs> hell yeah uh if you guys like the show and want to support it consider leaving us a review uh, or telling your friends it's the best way to, to help us make sure the show grows yeah. uh, and we appreciate everyone who's done so already uh, if you want to support the show financially, you have a bit of extra cash lying around, you can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash theloreboys, where we have a couple different tiers uh, at different levels of affordability. Uh, if you're interested, so check it out. Check what it's all about. Check it out. Check it out. For anyone who doesn't trust Patreon, we of course have Loreboys Prime. We always have. If you want to check out our Loreboys Prime, um we are of course offering some brainwashing se- uh, i mean some uh orientation sessions uh for newcomers to the lore boys prime uh we will need you to come down to lore boys hq and Absolutely. attend 
to man- mandatory 12-hour orientation sessions with... It's in uh, Lower City, Ohio, for the record. If you need yeah. directions, you can Google Always Maps so. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bring uh, your own uh, bug oil for your lanterns. Yeah, Saucy's working on the elevators, so uh, you won't have to take any stairs. Don't worry about that. We wouldn't make uh, free free listeners of the Lore Boys Nation uh, take the stairs or anything like that. That'd just be un-American. Yeah, absolutely. We got a 10-step program, but none of them are to get there. Don't worry. About <laughs> yeah, a 10-step program. <laughs> it's all right. Don't worry, there's an elevator. Yeah. <laughs> we got a 10-step program. <gasps> no, 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 not like that. It's fine, it's fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> The building has a ramp. They're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the teacher shows up in one of those pods and then elevators up in front of the class. Yeah. <laughs> the image in my head was just like my fifth grade English teacher's class and with a hell pod coming straight through the ceiling and then Miss Jones looking completely normal rising out of it to teach absolutely. us. <laughs> absolutely. That's what we have here at Lord Boys HQ. Yeah. yeah. And that would cost you a Lord Boys. Lord Boys. Miss Jones out. Out. Out.